Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. Dr. Serene, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. I'm excited to talk with you again. How have you been? You look great. Thank you so much. I miss you so much, and I love you. <laughs> I'm guessing you're paying attention to the news a little bit when it comes into the UAP or UFO discussion. I'm interested in your thoughts on the whole matter. Oh, I don't know about what subject you're talking about. Um, what are you talking about? Aliens, aliens. We got to be talking about aliens. <laughs> oh, oh, actually, um, you know, they they visited me. You know, you see. <laughs> well, um, it's very interesting. Uh, let us really be a little bit serious. Um, I think that you will be um. You will agree with me that uh, the way how it is disclosured, we say in English, um, and uh, the the timing, um, it's very interesting. Can we can we start from the beginning? And I cannot speak about the Congress hearing and the timing like this without starting by the start. Uh, if you remember, we spoke about the subject like two years ago or when when that has been the, this file about six pages or nine pages. And we laughed about it, that it is kind of like unachieved. Uh, um, you remember about this file yeah. when they spoke about that it was a UAP. They changed the name. It's not UFO anymore. And I said by that time that they said without saying and also, I said that it's interesting that the NASA is not talking about that JPL. It's not talking, the European Space Agency is not talking about it. And um, first of all, it's about time to speak about unidentified phenomena in the sky. Second of all, it's weird because until yesterday, uh, when we spoke about the existence of uh, life elsewhere on Earth, uh, people can laugh on us okay and uh, you yourself you had uh, several hosts who spoke about possibility of having uh, life elsewhere and aliens and you know we've been cancelled and they've been cancelled and you know a lot of examples now having said this in as without conspiracy theory neither any any other uh, subject like this in a scientific uh, a sub uh, angle uh, we have to be humble to think that we are alone on this earth okay so we will, we will speak about this angle later on now um letting letting the congress just speak about it and and having it just in an political way for me, it's it's very weird. I'm, I'm I don't know how to understand it. I'm still not sleeping, uh, thinking about it. Um, honestly, I don't know how how to take it. Honestly, I'm 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 still, you know, and and the silence. I don't know. Honestly, I'm. Are you baffled by the silence of the academic community, or do you understand it? I mean, the government has files you can find on the CIA's website from the '40s and all this, where they have been studying UFOs and talking about it. But my issue is not the fact, like, look, I'm happy if it is UFOs and the UFO community gets a win. That's awesome. I'm not shaming the UFO community. My 
resentment and anger comes from the fact that if you would have mentioned that you saw a UFO 40 years ago or 50 years ago, people would have laughed at you and people would have insulted you. There's a whole Robertson panel of academical scientists that were either retired or they were close to retirement that were researching UFOs because the government was interested in talking about them. And these people were basically blacklisted by their fellow academics um, called conspiracist or conspiracy theorist called an idiot called whatever you want to say um and those some of those guys killed themselves yes. so when you really boil down to like now the government is acknowledging it and not only the fact that nobody really cares that's not in the ufo community i think everyone else has a little bit of other things going on in their mind but i just don't believe them when they say it because they spent so long and like where's the damages to those people that spoke out in the beginning and the people that have been speaking out for years and they've been blacklisted you know that's where my resentment and anger comes in Robbie, uh, when i started to speak about the subject I, I i was like searching my words because still there is a fear it's like a, a mind um an intellectual terrorism even now, when I'm speaking about, um, even now that we are feeling, we are feeling a little bit more freedom to talk about the UAPs and the UFO and the aliens. In our community, uh, they are so conservative, and in this point, um, because I cannot say, for example, when I started, let me just give you my my perspective of things. When I started to speak about the possibility of having aliens not just in the uh, exoplanets or James Webb Space Telescope detection or Hubble Space Telescope, uh, I was really put aside like the crazy scientists that they were questioning my scientific ability to do science. You know what I mean? And, and even now when I'm talking, when I thought about talking about aliens with you, um, I always, I'm afraid. And I totally agree with you what you are saying. And this is the anger. And this is this is the first point. The second point is those files existed since 1930, 40, 50. And um, the scientists also knew uh, NASA, uh, ESA, and in France, we have the CNES. Uh, the Center for Research of Extraterrestrials, there's a center specific for that, you know, and they have those files. They have uh, um, proof that um, uh, there are uh, unidentified objects by pilots, by researchers, and they were closed. Uh, no one read them. No one investigated them. Um, I don't know, as a scientist, why now it is authorized to talk about it and suddenly we are not crazy anymore and we are considered as okay to talk about it why the disclosure is now is it political is it to i am entitled to ask myself as a scientist why now we are creating a third enemy I am entitled to ask myself, are we creating an external enemy? Is it political? Is it why now NASA and the scientists are not categorizing me as, a, excuse me, the term, the stupid <laughs> asshole, small scientist that is asking, is there any aliens? Is there any non-human bodies? 
is there any non non um, human uh, technology that landed on the earth why it is it is legitimate for me as an astrophysicist to question this to ask this now i don't i don't believe it do you have a pen and paper by you yeah okay um i'm just going to rattle off a couple questions um but one question starts off i want to know about your the the when you first entered academia going down this career path um your thoughts on uaps also maybe what you learned about not really talking about it as openly as maybe a movie kind of shows with academics always talking about oh space exploration also your thoughts on nasa's budget um i didn't know they made 24 billion dollars in a year basically they just get money funded to them i'm sorry but i'm more worried about homelessness and some other issues i like space exploration but that's a lot of money the next question would be about the existence of a UFO file, which I don't think is crazy. It's your intelligence agencies. If there is a threat to the, either the human race or America in general or any country, those governments are going to have a file on it. Even if they don't take it seriously, they're going to open up some type of file on it. The next is the claims. Do you agree with biologics being found and maybe defining what that term biologic is from an aircraft? And also, what about Buzz Aldrin? Does anybody remember his interviews? where he talked about that there was a monolith on Mars and that there was all this water on the moon and things of this sort. I mean, does that mean that this guy wasn't maybe crazy like NASA was trying to say, oh, he's just older and kind of shaming him a little bit? Um, so I'm just curious. I, I, if you wrote those down, we can start from the first one about your entrance into academia, the belief of aliens, um, and then also maybe what you perceived or what you got from other academics, if you would mention that term. Because I would think that would be my first thing going into academia, being like, we're going to be look, looking into the space. I hope we find something. And then, like, you know, I guess you're not able to openly talk about it as well as you might think until you start experiencing how the actual culture of the um, academia actually is. Yeah. Well, it's a very, very interesting uh, question. It really, it, it, it sums it up all. Uh, actually, once you enter uh, to the academia, uh, and especially when you work on the James Webb Space Telescope and on the exoplanets, the, the aim is to find life elsewhere. This is the aim of the James Webb Space Telescope and the exoplanet. It's not about finding 4,000 planets that are uh, extraterrestrial and they are uh, rotating around their stars, uh, but it is to find biosignature. And by developing those methods, we defined, we redefined what is the habitable and we recalculate and we, we redefined uh, what is a civilization. So those scientific methods in the academy and we for the is important for life which is sponge sulfur phosphor oxygen nitrogen hydrogen carbon if it is a carbon-based life and we calculated also maybe life can be not carbon maybe can be silicate and you know those academics that we aim to but we said also that we defined life that can be civilization type zero type one type two type three and we said maybe that the civilization if it is very well developed it can kill itself you know so we think uh, academic and we do papers and we pay money billions and billions and then 
if you are a very well uh, uh, human being, you have your brain, you go to colloquium, you go to meeting and you say, listen, what if we have files with brave people and they saw aliens and now at this moment, there's a blocus, there's a nomerta. It goes from the, your colleague who will smile at you, laugh at you. And if you are in a big meeting, and if you say it, if you have the courage to say it, you are canceled. You are canceled. And when there is a lot of um, seeing, uh, astrophysical seeing or phenomena, uh, uh, unidentified phenomena, they will open, they will have a budget, a small budget, just to make the people to shut up, the people, you, you know, and they will open a lab. Uh, they will take the, um, sometimes the, the policemen, okay, they see also, they will take your uh, seeing, they will put it in the lab, and they will take a person who doesn't believe in the aliens or in the seeing, and they will put it on the director of that and they will close the filing and everything. And nothing, you know, in, in Europe, we have like millions of those uh, uh, files. They are not studied. And there is a scientific scientist, astrophysicist, Jean-Pierre, um, uh, JPP, um, oh, his, his family name, it will come back. So he, he is speaking uh, loudly about uh, aliens and aliens um, technology and he is considered that he is crazy and he is um, he is not good in his head and uh, and he is talking about also mhd magneto hydro dynamic that the alien technology has existed on earth and uh, he explained how we can use it and he can explain the tic tac uh, technology that they are seeing some pilots so uh, so this is the academic thing. They are afraid. I don't know why, because um, they are afraid of the judgment. They are afraid of their position and they are. I, I don't know why, actually. Do more ac do more academics have trust in their government institutions like they feel like they're doing a service to the government or are more afraid of fear of saying something that they might be not taken out by the government as in killed, but taken out as in they're going to lose their position. I mean, we know government institutions fund a lot of major universities here in the United States, Harvard, Yale being some top ones. And with that funding comes influence into research studies, certain directions that they'd like to go, CIAs on college campuses. But I would have to think as an academic, I've noticed a lot of them that really that don't study politics will not even touch their political viewpoints on things because especially on a podcast because of the fact that they're afraid that they might hinder their career or growth. Yes, so I'm the career. Really yes, yeah. the career. They are afraid of their career. Also here in Europe, uh, it's the, the government gives a lot of money for the research. It's, it's the career. It's, it's exactly the same. It is the career. And this is why it's important uh, uh, to, to come back to your second question. What do I take? What do I keep? And what do I don't keep from that hearing? It's very important that um, what is happening is a key opening to, 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 to the space and to the alien subject because 
when the government and the Congress is in it, this is also biased. I don't know how to explain myself. Um, it, it's not it, it's not independent. I explain myself. So now that the Congress and the politics are involved, it's not independent neither. The 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 life. Let me just uh, put this: the life, the extraterrestrial life, is a human subject, a sociological subject, um, uh, astrophysical subject, a philosophical subject, a biological subject, a chemical subject, and a political subject. It is a global subject for the humankind Be because just the uh, government and the Congress is just interested make me wonder uh, that now every decision will be considered political. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? So, so the money will come to the labs and to the NASA and to the uh, Boeing, uh, to the, not just to name the airplane, the, the, the aircraft, to the military, regarding to that hearing, regarding to that subject, it bothers me a lot. So the question is not just scientifical, research for the humankind now the question is political dominant and um as for the um, to conquer do, do you know what i what i'm saying is it clear or not yeah it is it's just do you think that obviously aliens coming to earth would be a world problem not a certain particular government's problem even if it is in a certain area if it's in a certain country it's a world problem it's an issue that we should all be working on together but funding or highlighting this as much supplies more funding, which with my country, I only see that being used for defense tactics or strategies to be better in science and technology than our competing countries. Um, that's how our government has always viewed everything. So I've called this like the alien subject a bit of a, not a cover up, but a great funneling of money into something where really they're just increasing their air technology they're increasing their space exploration they're increasing a lot more because everything's a competition whether we're in war or not there's a competition status that goes on especially with the united states government of trying to be this number one position that everyone wants so bad so when i see a hearing like this and the hearing wasn't even in a big room it was in I mean, they were all cramped together from what I saw. I mean, it was a normal size, I guess, room, but this the, the everybody was sitting like so close on top of each other. And even the, the questions that were being asked, there was a bit of like, kind of like, so you said you found alien bio, and, and it was like very kind of like this person doesn't even believe it. But then once the person starts responding to things, it reminds me of um, if you remember during the pandemic, there was the political issue that happened over here with Hunter Biden's laptop. Um, Facebook had been contacted by the FBI to call this Russian propaganda, and you were not able to share the link either in Messenger or anything like that. Now, that happened to stay away from me in Delaware. So I could tell you that it was factual. It was true. Um, but there was a whistleblower that came out about Facebook, and this person came out of nowhere, giant hearing about it. But then it just disappears, and we don't hear a single word of that again. Now, what happened? Well, 
you start looking at the security and social media platforms. Well, now there's more security on social media platforms. There's a bunch of stuff going on that changed after that hearing. Same thing with this one is what I'm saying. My, the, the alien question isn't even a question in here. We're just tossing that out of the water. I'm not agreeing or disagreeing with that at all. What I'm saying is, is that when the government is viewing something, especially the United States government, they view it as not a world problem, but a government problem. And we need to find more money so we can be better than our competitors. So I say it's a bit of just trying to look for more funding to go explore these things when really they're just going to shove it in a bunch of stuff that has nothing to do with the UAP subject. And to confirm, I, I heard this hearing twice to be sure that I'm not missing anything. You know, it's my it's it's my subject. It's my field. It's what I'm aiming to discover in my life. Well, and what what really pissed me off is that the the tell me the sensitive the sensitive questions. Well, he didn't say anything that we don't know since the forties. Okay. Uh, th this 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 guy didn't said anything for really like you and me everything he said we read it we knew it you know we we saw documentary okay uh, but the real names the real questions everything he answered if you can remember he said like this i cannot answer here on open hearing i can tell you the names after the hearing I cannot answer an open hearing. I don't know if you remember, if we recall, all the sensitive, for example, who we can contact to have names, with who, who um, have you been threatened? Yes, by who? By what security? By, by, you know? And he was not answering. Every sensitive answer that I expected to hear for example, did Alien contacted member of the government like 20? Yes. Who? I cannot answer. Uh, okay. So so who held um, a species of unhuman? I cannot answer. Well, this is what we want to know. Actually, if, if you take a step back uh, and you really look at this hearing in a very uh, cold head, he didn't set something that we don't know. Seriously. It was a show. I mean, that's just been throughout throughout history, even ancient history. Bread and circus is one of the things that the public seems to eat up. Like it's, uh, I don't know if you ever heard that term before, bread and circus, but it was when like the coliseums are built, they talk about give them bread and circus and they won't complain about the fact that we're at war or we're at any of this type of stuff. It's, a, it's always a show. Um, and that's with every political thing that happens, but they I mean, I'm sure they're doing a private door testimony or they're doing something behind the doors to figure out answers on this thing, like a private hearing or something like that. But when you introduce it to the public and you don't give them actually any answers, you kind of just rehash old information like it's new. That's not right. Um, and I think that's a big disservice to the UFO community, people that either have experienced something or have some type of information or documents. I mean, a lot of this stuff comes from journalists that file FBI or FOIA requests and try their hardest to get information out and just keep a log of it. But they're still not, I don't know, they're not taking it as seriously as they say they're taking it seriously, which means for me, whenever I see this stuff, and I think when the public sees this stuff, they kind of just go, oh, who gives a shit? Like nobody cares, right? This is like the most I've ever seen more people focused on serious issues going on in our country, which I'm happy for, but they do not even acknowledge the alien thing. And that makes me wonder, is it 
one of those white op tactics or black op tactics that the government's known to do. I mean, we know about propaganda. We know about spewing out lies about another country so people are hesitant to go there, things of that sort. What about if you test the public with you, let's say the news media, how long have they been just pumping out so many stories it's hard to keep track, right? Pump out the alien one to see if you'll still get a reaction from the public that's as abrasive as ever. Maybe we're desensitized. Maybe people just don't care anymore. And maybe that was the best way to test is to see how many people actually cared that weren't in the UFO community. I mean, like I said, I'm not shaming the UFO. We will talk about UFOs later in this episode. But what I'm saying is you have to look at all these varying factors of why the government is choosing now to start saying things after they've denied it for the longest time. It's not because they can't hide it. They could lie to your face if you saw a UFO right in front of your face, and they do it all the time. So the fact that they're acknowledging it and doing that, there's another reason why, and that's what you have to try and sort out. Is it the funding issue? Is it the fact that they're checking to see if people still give a shit about what's going on in this world? Or is it I, – I have that's the thing. It's an open question. Anybody can toss out a theory and it will have weight to it because there has been so many lies. Yeah, well, since the hearing, I've been asking myself why. Other than it pisses me how it happens and no answers – and it's it's for the propaganda and war and and it's just anyway why well i have many theories okay um i agree with everything that you said about the community of ufos community and they did all the work and it it's uh, there's a, a saying in french we say it de la poudre aux yeux means that this hearing was really really a circus like powder in the eyes nothing nothing really nothing why it can be like um pure political to create an an a third enemy like if there is a war that will happen they will blame it on the uh, uh extraterrestrial people one second uh, you know it's a speculation because we need to understand why we, we have to keep in mind that in, in the political life nothing happens without any reason everything happens for a reason so the second possibility is that they are testing the population of the world, how they will react if they will announce that aliens already exist. And if it is the case, people are really hungry, tired, they need to focus on their real matters, their life, their uh, health, so they don't care if the aliens are here or not, they are among us. And this, they succeed in it. Because... Bear in mind, Robbie, there is someone who said that we have unhuman matters in our hands. And you have on Twitter or on Facebook or on Instagram, people are saying, oh, yeah, hi, aliens, I need to go work. You know, you know what I mean? So people doesn't care, do not care if there are life, extraterrestrial life on Earth. Well, what do someone. they what do they mean by biologics though? That's the thing. Is it dirt? Is it particles? Or is it they, people say that there have bodies of aliens there? And I've seen photos that I can't verify. So I'm just looking. I'm like, I don't think any of these are real, but I'm looking at like if they have bodies, what does that mean? I mean, you've just opened up the door for a real big issue with misinformation. There's another theory right there. Are you going to see talks about a misinformation or disinformation board being created again to stop these conspiracies? Uh, keep this in mind. I will note it because we will talk about this later on. So, so this is also 
when 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 I think there's a lady, she asked him, well, what do you mean by this? He said, I cannot say here, but I can tell you after. See, you see, <laughs> she said, is it a body? Is, you know, it, 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 he said, I cannot say. It. So can you imagine if, if they are testing humanity? So humanity is ready. Okay. So this is a second thing. The third thing, well, who said that if there are aliens here, they will they are a threat. This fear of aliens that they are who said that they are a threat? Maybe they are uh, forbidding us to destroy ourselves from our technology. You got to be careful with that one because that's a that's a separate separate view of um experiencers. Some people that experience stuff think that it's a lovely experience, and some experiences have have like the most horrible reaction to it and feel violated. Yes, I know. Maybe there are. Listen, this is in the wise, okay? So now, because it was horrible, this hearing, it was the shitty hearing. I've heard it in my life. So we are entitled to say the wise that we want, no? So why not there are two species that they are really ones with the disclosure and others with no disclosure. And this is what we have as a hearing. If they are here and they are, they cannot say it bluntly. So they are uh, having a conflict with, do we disclosure ourselves or not? So this is what you can have as a hearing. Am I clear? So, because if you understand and you read between the lines of Mr. Grotch, that they are already here, the government know since 1930, and we have species, and I will arrive, and we have, and we have inverse the technology. So if aliens are here, several um, civilization might be here, several uh, types, maybe there are the good ones and the bad ones. So this is kind of hearing that you can have. It's going to put a lot more weight into my buddy's conspiracy theory, I'll tell you that much. He's, he had this theory tossed out as, as a joke. It's not a real thing he thought of, but then it actually starts making sense when you kind of look at it. Um, he thinks that Disney's predicting or hinting the public at every major kind of cover-up or conspiracy thing ever. And um, what recently came out was Marvel's Secret Invasion, which was that aliens are amongst humans and they're trying to get get the president to launch nukes. And like that's the whole movie. It's a terrible. Everyone reviewed it. It's awful. Um, but you don't know who's an enemy. You got people pulling guns out on other people that are supposed to be their family members and skeptical if they're even a person or not. Um, but there's a lot of stuff. But like, here's the thing. When you type in, like, uh, say, let's trending on Twitter, Secret Invasion was trending on Twitter. A lot of people are going to be thinking, oh, they just announced UFOs. So that's probably what this is. And they click on it. It's a Marvel movie. Well, Wonder Woman 1984 might be a DC movie. But when you type in George Orwell 1984, you just type in 1984. 1984 will bring you directly to Wonder Woman 1984, not George Orwell. Then Alex Jones's Endgame, where he was talking about all these government corruptions, the Epstein stuff, all that. 
Well, you type in Endgame, you get Avengers Endgame. So that's the conspiracy theory my buddy had that starts making a little bit more sense about covering it up in the search results. But the Secret Invasion thing, if you're going to type in Secret Invasion, if you're going to type in Aliens, are you just going to get a movie? Are you going to get all this type of stuff where you don't even get maybe some actual stuff? It's harder to find these government documents than it was a year ago. Um, not because they're deleting them or just taking them off the web, which some of them that I did used to be able to click on, they're not clickable anymore. Um, you can't find the reading rooms with the CIA at the top results. I type in document numbers all the time because I do the JFK stuff. Many of those documents that I keep typing up, they get buried under another crappy paper or some other thing that goes up in front of it where it's, I don't know if it's the search engines. I've tried various different ones, but when you start putting up so much information you start wondering what they're trying to bury now that is a more conspiratorial view but it's a view that i take because sometimes the government has really smart strategies and tactics to make sure you're not looking into what they would deem as national security or anything of that sort well uh Robin, maybe i will surprise you but i don't have a problem uh with the conspiracy theorists uh, anymore because everything that we are seeing nowadays sometimes it proves that what they said the so-called conspirationist it was true in their theory so um yeah sometimes and, and the governments are not helping us you know what they are the method of the governments uh, um, are are so weird that, that we can think that um, the conspirationists are right so anyway i i'm talking talking about the bodies and the unhuman things that we have okay let us take i am a scientist okay let us imagine that yeah we have aliens here on earth can i get Fantastic. a picture that's all i want just show me a picture exactly so if they came you know i prepared for 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 this meeting with you because i i i did my we have let us start by fermi paradox the paradox of fermi so the fermi paradox is a high probability mathematical probability to have life elsewhere on the earth and this lack of evidence to see it this uh, extraterrestrial intelligence okay how we can solve this fermi paradox we solve this fermi paradox by this highly intelligence uh, uh, extraterrestrial is very advanced very extremely advanced that we cannot contact it or we cannot discuss with it we are unable to make a contact with them okay even if the fermi paradox tell us that they are a lot out there but they are so advanced that the difference with this civilization or those civilization is the difference with us and the ant how we can speak with an ant we cannot speak with Anand. So this civilization is so developed that there is no way. We are in the technology, um, very in the stage of infant. We are so infant in the technology, okay? This is the first solution for Fermi paradox. The second solution is that they are so advanced that intentionally they don't want to talk to us. Intentionally, 
I, re I repeat the example. Imagine that you have several ants. They are building their bridges and they are eating. Do you want to go and talk to them? You don't want to talk. You let them live their life. Okay. So now, those very smart intelligence, and I will tell you that I have, I have, I think that they are also artificial intelligence. I will tell you why later on. Those intelligence and uh, UFO and aliens, they arrive to our Earth. If they will arrive to our Earth, they will not move with the gravity. They will not move with nuclear. They will not move with solar panels. They will use the uh, computer, uh, quantum computer. They will use with the uh, um, um, black holes, okay? They will not use any technology that we know. They are so advanced. Of course, they will not be shot by the um, storm. Like they said that it was shot. Of course, they will not be shot by a drone, neither by a helicopter on the Earth. If you remember, in 1947, uh, the, the saucer that was in... Um, where was it? Uh, yeah, it was because of a storm. Do you really want to kid me, kid with me? Come on. So if this alien wanted to show itself because he or she or it wanted to talk to us, they use physics that we don't know yet now, computational quantum computational that they use that we don't know by now you don't tell me that they will just go down because of a storm come on <laughs> hell so this is the part this is the part that i don't believe if if they are here and they talk to us and if they have a body or a part or extraterrestrial whatever it is that they want, and they came by decision, not we killed them or we have them as a hostage. Voila. Do you think that the government has made contact with aliens? My opinion? Yeah. The aliens contacted the government, yes. Okay. Do you think that with the technology that we have now that we're much more capable to understand them or be able to deal with aliens? We we are developing developing technology. We are not able until now to really contact aliens. Because I know that like 60 years or 70 years has passed since 1940 or whatever you want to say. Um but I just with how much that science has been changing rapidly, like certain theories that were never even thought possible are now possible, um, different dimensions and things that have shifted. I just wonder if usually when they say this is a fact or this is this, well, science is supposed to change. It's not just 100 percent this. Sometimes something comes in and it does change and develop. It's the it's called science. But when you look at like how they run with things, is this 100% fact? This is fact. This is fact. And then 30 years later, it's proven wrong and they have to do like a 180 on so many things. When you say that 70 years, we should have the technology by now to be able to find or be able to do more than we could back in 1947. That's not – it's not – that's not true. It, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying we. you would – 
you would, you would think that 70 years of time, we would have the technology, we would have the science, we'd be able to go bring me an alien or be able to do this. It's not only that they're advanced, it's just also that things that we would never even have considered 70 years ago are like at the top of the board to consider now. And it's that limited box thinking that we had for so, so long. And I don't blame academics for it. I just think that they never let academics truly have the sense of academic freedom. They never let researchers and people that are supposed to be visionaries, scientists, have the freedom because the government had a stranglehold on it. So when we talk about what the government's usage of this thing is, one person that my heart goes out to because I believed him since the beginning. And for me, like I said, the alien subject has been interesting just because I, I don't I'm not I'm a side liner. I don't know. I'm not going to hop in and say this is wrong or this is right. I just want to watch and view everyone's perspective on it, which I think is something everyone should be doing. But Bob Lazar, who worked at uh, Alamos Labs, um, when he called all this stuff a while ago, talking about these types of technologies, a certain element compound that they had there too, um, also an alien body, he mentioned all these things. And everyone's that shamed him is like, wait, was he right? And it's kind of like, I mean, that's the power of the government again. I mean, they took away his degree that he never even went to Harvard and made him look like a fabricator, another person that was hurt in this mix as well too. So whether you agree with his story or not, we go back to the government aspect of things. Is your knowledge only going to be quenched, your thirst for knowledge only going to be quenched when the government says that you can learn this or not? <laughs> Think about it. I mean, of course. you know, there's a lot of things I still have questions about when it comes to the UAP subject. But if we really talk about who's the main controller of this thing, it's not the fear of aliens we should be worried about. It's the fear of what our governments are keeping from us. And there's probably a lot more secrets than just this. Of course, and not. I, I just want to emphasize on something before I forget. In the questioning, in the hearing, there is a guy, uh, I forgot his name, I'm so sorry. Uh, he said that he went, uh, he is a congressman. He really specifically said that he went, uh, NASA was asking for money, okay? He when went, are they not? When are they not asking? Yeah, and he specifically, just to confirm, and I, I was like, you know, you know and he went to the offices of nasa and he told them so maybe now you you have to start look at the uap files and this is how they will have the money he didn't say it in this sentence like this but in this meaning he has his hair um, you know his dark skin his hair he said they promised they promised they will uh, uh, look at the files of the UAPs and they were asking for money for the funds and stuff so it will give you an idea that the congressman specifically asked for the studies of the UAP and then they will have the money at NASA so you see this relation because one it shows what I always believed that NASA, ESA, uh, CNES, European Space Agency are never interested in what's so-called UAP. And now because it is a sudden interest for the congressman, this congressman specifically asked, you, you can see this, this uh, segment, specifically asked, oh, you want money? Oh, go ahead, study the UAP. I was like, no, God. So 
so now it will give um, a ticket, an official scientific ticket for the hearing of this guy in the uh, Congress. Which is, which is scary. This relation, uh, uh, we call it connivence, uh, th this, this relation between science, NASA, money, uh, uh, Congress, state, it's, it's scary. You think that the really. word science means what it meant when you first started in academia? No, at all. <sighs> At all, at all, at all, and and uh, talking about Bob Lazar, because I I, I wrote his name and I, I wrote the name of Avi Leb also, but uh, I will tell you why. Um, for for the existence of extraterrestrial uh, uh, intelligence. Well, he also said that uh, there is. Um, he saw saucers and he saw gray, if I remember very well. He said that they are testing, they were testing. And I think that um, this is my own my own reasoning, okay? It considers just me and only me. I think that we go back to the uh, reasoning that if an intelligence, extraterrestrial intelligence arrived to us, it is a type three civilization. So we are type zero and they are type three. So they were using, uh, they, they are using a different kind of uh, transportation like black hole and um, quantum computing. Quantum computing is that they use the atom, okay? Uh, to, uh, to, uh, to, to do the computational, which is we are, we are now starting to understand. So, when we start the artificial intelligence, and, and this is very interesting, in a civilization on a planet, the biological body needs a planet to live on, needs a star, needs sponge, like I said, carbon, DNA, or silicate, or whatever. But when we have the artificial intelligence, it is autosufficient and it develops quicker than the biological intelligence. So, and it doesn't need any planet to live on. It can live on any ship, on any whatever. So most probably, and, and, just let me finish my reasoning, and, a very developed civilization kill itself as a biological one. So what is stay, what will stay are the robot, if you can, if you want to call it, and the artificial intelligence. Most probably what are visiting us are the leftover of civilizations, the artificial intelligence. Okay. If we can see the if we can see the uh, some of the people who are abducted, they, they talk about the gray people. They don't eat. They don't drink. They don't have any mouth. They, those are robots. It's an interesting theory. 
I think it makes a little bit of sense. I mean, if you look at like what the path of what our civilization is doing, um, building AI, we're kind of heading into that direction of um, self-extinction, or at least right now we're looking at industry self-extinction when it comes to robots replacing um, jobs. I don't know if you've heard about like the writer's strike and all that that's been going on down here. Um, a lot of people that are interviewed or on the media say that you know, there's this strike going on. We don't want to work. If you talk to some of the people that are involved either at the docks or at any of these like actual working facility jobs down there, they say we're trying to work to feed our families, but they're replacing everybody with machines. So it's kind of like it makes it look like that the people are actually not wanting to work when really it's the places that are just trying to replace the people. And this is a great strategy to make it seem like, fine, we'll just replace you then and push you um, to that point. So, I mean, our path, yes, we might be heading to an AI self-extinction 100%, especially with the, the futurist movement and the transhumanists that really talk about um, inserting technology into our bodies to adapt the biological form, which I've done plenty of discussions on. Um, but I don't know if about the aliens, though, because if we talk about another species, would they have the same mistakes that we had? Then that I mean it will bring greater promise if they're really just watching us to observe us to see when they should intervene. But I don't know. I don't also believe that the aliens I think it's a if we're, we're gonna talk actually like me being out there on the alien subject, I would talk about that. I don't think that the species that came here 40, whatever they said that came here, if that was real, I don't think that would be the ones that we're dealing with now. You know, I think it would be a whole separate category. I mean, people talk about black triangles. People talk about many different variations of saucers in the sky, which I go, they don't have a, you know, why do they have such different ships? Why would they just not have the same type ship like our Air Force does or anything else like that? But that could be single-minded as well, too. But I also don't believe that they landed here back then. I believe that maybe they saw, someone saw a glimpse, but when it comes to actually contact and things of that sort, would now be the time that they actually are deciding to show themselves. I don't know. I mean, what about all the other times we almost went to nuclear disaster? Um, you know, would be another example. But like I said, my whole thing is the government's just giving us a bunch of shit. So <laughs> I don't think it's a, I don't I've never seen an alien. I've never seen a saucer in the sky. I've never seen anything I really couldn't explain. Um, but I've heard interesting experiences, which makes me not throw it out of the water. Exactly. Well, let us put aside what the government is saying because it's bullshit and we know it. And, and we have to be really um, what, what concerns the aliens and, and the life. Um, listen, you know, if I may say that there is something that is positive in the hearing, just one thing that is positive in that hearing is that it, it made me and people like me scientists and they want to talk about ufos and aliens like a little bit free to talk about it without being considered like crazy and not scientist so i feel a little bit more free to talk about it it is just the one point positive just one single positive point and i just want to to say something for to explain for your um uh, your uh, viewers and the people who are listening to us uh, what are the type zero, one, two, three civilization? Do you know how they are classified? I've been explained because... it before, but it's been a while. Oh, oh, sorry, because I've been talking. I noticed that I've been talking about it without any. Just a quick uh, few. Um, 
type zero, so those are um, like us who just living, eating, uh, having their energy from the sun and, you know, like uh, ants. <laughs> uh, type one, uh, those who can play uh, with the planets mean that we can have the energy, we can stop uh, the volcanoes, we can stop the uh, seism and the um, the the, um, the 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 water, and you know we can natural play disasters. with the energy. Yeah, yeah, the natural disaster. We can stop them. We can use them. Okay. Uh, the type two, those uh, civilization who can play with the stars, we can really uh, travel from star to star. And type three, they are intergalactic. So we can have the energy of the galaxy and we can travel from galaxy to galaxy. Those uh, type three uh, civilization. Uh, so, and I want to continue because I, uh, if, if you say that you never saw a sorcerer, neither an alien, me neither. I have an experience I will tell you off uh, camera, of uh, registration. Yeah, um, but we, we need to, to to be humble and inferior if we are visited by another alien and if someone saw a saucer or something like that. Well, until until a few years ago, we just had a Drake formula to calculate uh, the possibility of numbers of civilization, extraterrestrial civilization. You know what is Drake formula, my love? It is the possibility probability from having a number of stars, uh, lifespan of a star, and the probability to develop a, a smart, intelligent civilization on this uh, planet around this star. And that number developed by Drake was not zero. It was superior uh, 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 of one, okay? So now we developed uh, uh, another way to calculate the civilization, extraterrestrial civilization. Uh, and it is a new cosmic evolution based on different calculation than Drake. And we have now more than 36 type of extraterrestrial intelligent civilization. Why I'm saying this? It is because to answer to you why we can find several saucers, several form of unidentified flying object and we might have more than one uh, civilization that they are visiting the earth so i am talking about a new way to calculate uh, the existent possible existence of uh, smart intelligent extraterrestrial life what is what which is 36 civilization and why people can see several uh, saucers form and shape Okay. Yeah. Do you believe a lot of people's experiences? Well, you don't but you don't say uh, believe in science, but do you think that that there's a lot of weight <laughs> to what yeah. these experiences? Well, are? um, I caught myself. You, you saw that. You know me very well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, um, some of them are a scam, and uh, they want to to see. So uh, they they um uh. Some people really, they really want to see extraterrestrial people. So when they go and see the psychiatrist or the uh, psychologue or any or anyone that deal with that, you can see after this that they are not. But some of them, yes. And uh, I refer to really good work of um, psychiatric work. 
and um, and there is a very good, very very well known one uh, psychiatrist. I forgot its name. His name who really did a great job. Um, God, could you imagine give, giving someone a lobotomy because they saw a saucer shaped thing in the sky and it turns out they were right? Yes, and it happened. You know. Oh my! I wouldn't be able the, the, to live with myself. Yeah. But, but but listen, while you are talking about lobotomy, can you imagine <laughs> that Bob Bob Lazar was was cancelled, was cancelled, his life was cancelled, he was cancelled of existence, and now they are saying that what everything he was saying is true. I really am imagining, well, trying to imagine what it was like to be an academic when they classified or made a whole class and degree under studying unidentified aerial phenomena. Um, it's you, schizophrenia. <laughs> you can go get a degree in that field now. So I just wonder for all the people that spent so much time sniffling or moving their head aside when um someone would even you get mention drunk? the subject. You get drunk. You you use you abuse uh, stuff because uh, because you are you put you are someone inside of the lab, and you are another one. You you don't speak about on the other side of your life. What do you think that the future implications are when we talk about where this is going to be in the next year or the next couple of months? I mean, obviously, you mentioned one thing that's pretty important, which is you're going to see a lot more people coming out with experience or stories. That could be true um, that because they feel comfortable now. And also the number of scams that will be going out there as well, too, of people that are really just trying to piggyback on the fame of this type thing. It's what I never liked about, and I'm friends with some of these people that run these uap shows like skinwalker ranch and things of that sort one thing you got to keep in mind is it's not that they're lying all the time but when you make spend a million dollars to go shoot a week and a half of footage and you can't find anything on day five or day six you're gonna start creating some shit so that's kind of what you have to weigh in there, which is why I think a lot of these independent journalists and YouTubers who are really starting from scratch at the bare minimum have done a big service in that area because they've really been trying to capture real things. But does this open up the door to paranormal talks? People, I mean, I'm, I'm a more paranormal belief than I am of a um, extraterrestrial one, but that kind of put them in the same boat a little bit as well, too. Not saying that they're similar in any sense. That means I mean that my skepticism for both are at the same level um, because I need to experience it to be able to understand it. Um, but do I say no, that it doesn't exist? Hell no. I'll say, let me sit and wait for it. I'm not going to be the one that's going to jump in and throw my hat in either which direction. I just want to make sure that, you know, if you have the perspective or experience of saying that I believe in this, then you shouldn't be shamed for that. Let me listen to you. And that's kind of my whole purpose in life at this point. But the paranormal, does that open up the doors with this types of discussion? Are we going to start seeing the government start talking about trying to find a afterlife? You know, that's going to be that's where I'm really going to be like, hold on a second. Please, for the love of God, check everybody's bank statements because somebody's getting money from somewhere. <laughs> well, um. It's very interesting. I'm going to jump from that and then I'm going to go back. Let us talk about religion. What will happen if, you know, it's very important because maybe you're not a lot into religion. 
But the first thing that I was, they started to ask me when I spoke in Arabic and in French about the UAPs after the hearing, they directly related to God. And there is a big impact when people will talk more and more about the subject that extraterrestrial life exists or might exist or there's a proof if United States of America said it, you know, how does this have an, an impact on the God, the existence of God? You're going to have a lot of Christians, Catholics, and any other religion head to their nearest bar, I'll tell you that much. Well, just, not just Christian, you know, uh, the Muslims also. It's very important. Well, he, he, it's, it's a, it, it's um, uh, how we say it, it's a revolution. It's a religion revolution. Because if you are a believer... God created you and only you as at his image. I'm, so I'm, I'm not what laughing. What did he create them in the image of? Uh, uh -huh. What is the image? And and now we enter into a philosophical... I'm not laughing on religion. I'm, I'm having a, a nervous laugh because we will enter into a debate, very, very important debate. So this is why you see a silence. And, and that is what will happen next step, one of the things. Second, what will happen, as you said, that everybody will start to talk about that he saw. I had, I had DMs that people in Lebanon and in Beirut, in France also, near Paris, writing to me that they saw things because people are more free to talk about it now. So people are going. And I think that... Um, in the near future, like two years, we will see big things on the earth globe globally. It is my opinion. Because it, it was not a coincidence that, um, that they talk about it like this. Who do you think is going to receive it badly? Um, when it comes to the reactions, if a UFO or spacecraft does land and make itself known to a large portion of the population, you know, I've heard some stories before, but a lot of these stories and experiencer stories are that specific person, which makes it hard to verify. You might have a friend with you or something, but I'm talking about a real style, like landing in the middle of whatever the one of the biggest capitals and being like, hey, we exist and saying this type of thing. Who's going to have the biggest reception of it? Is it going to be the government's reaction that we should be worried about? Is it going to be the Christians or whoever no, religious the people? Are the government. Yeah. The government. People are ready. You think people are ready? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, look. Look. I think we've been ready for a long time, but I think that the way that everything's been displayed is that people wouldn't be able to handle it, and I don't necessarily think that was true. They, they, listen, um, they told us that they are here. They've been discussing with the government and we have unhuman things. And they've been here since 1930 and no one cared. I'm going to raise hell if an alien comes, I'll tell you that much. How, the, how come I haven't been contacted? 
All these other people got their own experience. I didn't get one. Me neither. Well. Yeah, that's all fair talk. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're just not interested in. I'm kind of bland. That's fine. It's okay. <laughs> do you think, do you believe like all the old stories though about cattle mutilations and all that type of stuff? Or you think that's not them? No, you know, there are a lot of crazy people out there. Because I'm just, I'm interested in trying to decipher what information is right about the particular ones that we might be curious and learning more about or the ones that would be contacting us. I mean, do you believe Avi Loeb with the, um, a Momo Comet being a message from a lost civilization? I don't necessarily well, believe in that, but. Once again, we don't say believe, okay? Uh, Oumuamua was an interesting case. And uh, it's it's you know he he when he why why I I, I wanted to talk about this this case with with Avilo because th this asteroid is really very interesting by uh, shape by um, speed and how it left the propulsion with which it left it's not made it's not because of the sun. So um, it's interesting to wonder what if, and the what if that uh, uh, Avi said costed him a lot, cost him a lot, and then he changes his ideas. And um, yeah, so just to tell you that um, the pressure that one can have from the lab, um, he's convinced, he's still convinced, I, I read uh, something that he wrote, he's still convinced that it was weird. But he said that it's not a technology from the aliens. But he's still convinced that the speed was weird, the, radi the, the radiation was weird, the trajectory was weird, and <laughs> it is a weird shape. You know, but he, he, he changed a little bit his saying, just to tell you that sometimes who paid Kidon Ordon, who paid his research, you know? Yeah. Did, um, did you catch his episode on my show? No. Okay. I talked to him way, 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 way back. He kind of lit me up a little bit because I was talking about um maybe putting the whole alien and all this stuff on the back burner a little bit. Just saying, like, wait till all your facts are together before you come at it with an investigation. Which, in sense, I was right. I mean, we saw the hearing. What what facts were really spewed out in that thing? That's why I was saying you need to come with a bunch of information and demand that this needs attention as much as the community has done. I mean, there's probably plenty of people in the community that were upset that they didn't get an invite or nobody even bothered to interview anybody. Like, have someone who knows a lot more than what was said in that hearing that obviously can talk and want some reasonable questions. You had a congressman that probably had never looked into it. Um probably at the same level I'm at, where you could have had someone really go up there and be like, what about this program? What about this program? What about this program? We know about it. So why don't you tell us about it? And it's like, that could have been better questions for a hearing that would receive to the public. Because honestly, anyone that would have been interested that might have not have heard of it before, if they watched that hearing, they'd be like, fuck is this? Turn it off and then just never touch it again, even if it comes up in a week or a month or a year or whatever. It's because that was such a ridiculous waste of time for them to see. So- I don't know. Maybe it's desensitizing people again, but I also, I who would you consider being the main forefronts right now of people that are at least exposing this a little bit? I know there's popular ones on Twitter, and I've 
seen a few of them. Ross Toothard, I think, is another one. Um, Stephen Greenstreet, I think his name is. Um, a bunch of others. But honestly, I don't know. I don't see any – I don't feel any general – like people that are really trying to want answers, not as much as the popularity that comes with this at the moment. No, no. Actually, I totally agree with you, Robbie. It's it's crazy. And there's other thing that pissed me off is that there is another someone who said congressman. She said, I think she said it was really horrible. She said, oh, no, 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 no. Just uh, pilots and um and engineers or something like that from the because someone proposed to have um eyewitnesses you know of ufos of of uap just from people from from normal people she said no 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 just pilots and engineers or credible ones i was i was yeah i was like what credible ones as as if the as if the um the the people who are seeing the real ones if it's not a pilot you know i guess she's if looking it, for someone that has um i mean saying like pilots or engineers is just like a safeguard to make sure you don't if you go to the general public you're not going to get someone that might be a little bit too off their rocker which i think there's we know plenty of them that are out there but there are some legit ones out there as well too. exactly uh i'm not i'm not calling my neighbor for example there are some legit one very good legit one it's it goes the same this is this is it, what does it the, mean the, is the point what does it all mean yeah well for example it, no one is how it was presented and how it was made it will not let anyone to 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 uh, to go and defend it. Um, I will not say names because I'm thinking about big names uh, in the science astrophysics um, public outreach that they are very well known. They they talk about extraterrestrial life as exoplanets, life elsewhere, detection, number of stars. But they will not talk about that. I search now, uh, today and yesterday, to prepare for our podcast. I search about five big names. You know them all in public outreach. One big, one brown, one skinny, one... Okay? You know them all. I search if they spoke about this hearing. Nada. Zero. And they are astrophysicists. They do public outreach. And they speak about James Webb Space Telescope, HST, exoplanets, and life elsewhere. They are not interested. It it as if it was seriously as if it was nothing what happened three days ago. Because they don't believe it either. Exactly. Exactly. There's silence it, it... and there's silence and shame, and there's silence and disbelief because y- you might have. You might literally spend a whole career path researching into something and knowing this, but as soon as the government hops on board and starts talking about it, there's a sense of skepticism that these people aren't generally doing it because they care. That's 
a hundred percent. I mean, look at the number of people that I would expect to be making a message about. It. Joe Rogan hasn't even talked about it, and that's his whole thing is aliens, and people are getting mad at him about it. Well, what did they drop in the past couple of times they brought up the UFO hearings? Some really big revelations about the pandemic that a lot of people should be very interested in that I'm not going to talk about because we're we want to go on YouTube. We don't want to get taken off YouTube for talking about it. But that's a, a really big thing. I Like I said, when you look at the various reasons of why the government decides to acknowledge this, not just lie to your face, this is one of those reasons. There's a lot of things in the past recent events, Epstein stuff, a lot of stuff that should be more talked about, lists that should be published, issues that are going on in Ukraine that should be talked about as well, too. Where's that conversation being had by the government? Well, it's not being televised and it's not being really mentioned in the news, but UFOs will get tossed out there. Not saying it shouldn't be, but I'm just saying, you know, there's a strategic planning with it all. And there's a really good way to try and get the public to run off and say, oh, this is going to be the new subject we're going to research into. It's not saying it's not important. It's just saying that they, at this point, I think burned out people's attention spans and people's willingness to really give a shit. Because I think everyone right now is experiencing not just a big area of disbelief, but you know, a lot of people spent time that really did care about this project. And they're not happy with what's going on with the government either right now. I'm surprised. Like, I mean, is it is our media going on over there? Do you guys look at us the same way I'm looking at the United States? Or are you guys looking at it a little bit different? Like, is your government more open to talking about it? No, it was just uh, not even on the TVs. It it was just a little uh, one piece in papers on internet paper, and it's just like five highlights, you know. Just it, it just, somebody uh, dust off Will Smith's ass. He's got to protect us if the aliens go bad. <laughs> Do you ever see Independence Day? No. Okay. <laughs> No, but but really, it was uh, they 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 talk about it like uh, one second on on TV on the news, and it took uh, uh, two three papers uh, in, in online papers, and this is it. It makes sense. Yeah, and uh, in Arabic, uh, people are hungry there. They don't have electricity, and <laughs> and. Um, at, how I see it now when, when I'm hearing uh, you, um, maybe they did it to cover something completely different. Misdirection. Um, you know, I mean, distraction is a great tool. But like I said, I do care about the UFO community and I do like to stay in the middle line of everything. But they get offended if you say that this is all a distraction. Um but I just I, I I can't explain why they've never chose to accept or acknowledge or make a statement about it before, even with the number of claims Buzz Aldrin has said on national television that has really fueled a lot of this stuff as well, too. Nothing. They just glossed over it, never even bothered to talk about it. Well, they made we know how they talk after about Buzz Aldrin. They made him crazy. They made him. His kids disowned him. Yeah, yeah. There he, he he. We know how he ended up. So, so. Well, uh, I am very keen, and I want to know if there are UAPs, if there are aliens visit. I I. This is what I want. This is my job. This is 
this is what I've been like at the age of eight, I looked at the sky. I wanted more than everything. But how it happened, it was really pitiful, we say it. Uh, it, it was really sad. And it added more mysteries than solved. And um, the, the, the questions uh, are still there. We have no names. We have no pictures. And that give me more question and uh, to ask why. Why? Seriously, why? So I have a lot of answers for me for that why. And especially not to tell us the real reason. Seriously. <laughs> Can I ask one thing that you think about a lot when it comes to the UAP subject? One one thing that I think, um... <laughs> I can give you an example if you'd like to think about it yeah. real quick. Yeah, I'm not, I don't have you on the spot. I like to listen to um a lot of people say like I, my show's kind of Joe Rogany with the guests and everything. Um, but I like to say I'm more coast to coast AM. If you remember what that show was, they used to interview people all the time, but it was on a radio station. So you would be listening in your car to this guy named Art Bell who would interview people about psychic experiences, uh, UFOs, and all these types of Bigfoot, anything. I've talked about it on my show too. But it's interesting to me because everything that if you listen to those old archive shows, everything sounds so like believable now. But back then, people were kind of just tuning in like – listening like that can't be true that can't be true and it's like oh my god if you just waited like 20 years 30 years you guys would have hit now where now it's like everyone's talking about ufos where back then it was just a specific individuals that were on a 3 a.m drive to work on the i-95 or something like that so i think about that a lot where i'm like dang a lot of these guys that were really trying to be on top of it and really trying to talk about it and really trying just to hear the conversation about it they're not here anymore a lot of these people passed away. So it's like, dang, what about now? We're like this conversation we're having, any other conversation on UFOs that people are having where they're actually discussing types of saucers and things of that sort. Um, that's so normalized getting there. It's getting there at least. It's like not so far out there. Like people are more willing to be like, oh, there's this I could watch. Back then it was like people had to wait for a certain time when this was going to come on a certain day of the week. And then um, even then, people are like, I'm not listening. Some people haven't even heard the show. So that's what I think about them. Now I'm curious to what you think about when it comes to UAPs. It could be anything. You think they're here to help? You think yeah. yeah, I um, I totally agree with what you say, by, 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 by the way. Uh, I, when I think about UAPs, I don't love to, to call them UAP, by the way. I think it's a very different way. Anyway, so... Um, I think that everything is energy and um, I was thinking about something that I wrote. Um, yes, I think everything is energy and information, okay? Um, and as energy and information is frequency. And when when I walk, I I always think that they might be here because when they can go that far with that distance and that technology, they can play with the mass and with the appearance and with the frequency. So uh, when they can um, go ahead uh, the frontier of the uh, Einstein uh, boundaries with the black hole so they can disappear by staying here. 
and we, we only are physically in the three dimension and we have several dimension several frequency and maybe they are just here but they are just playing with the frequency and this is what i sometimes think so if you are here just appear and take me i want to see where are you you know and this is what i think what is the kind of information with your frequency how you do it i'm so curious yeah what with would, excitement what do you think it would take for people to be convinced convinced yeah it's a very good question see see i if you are in front of me i would have kissed you if <laughs> i will tell you why if the hearing was genuine and authentic this question you would not ask me this question you know what i mean yeah it normally normally the hearing would have convinced all the earth but it was terribly not genuine and and fucked up <laughs> that that people are still need still need things to be convinced what people need is a big something with a saucer that will be visible during the day on the pentagon or in paris on the tour eiffel this what need to convince people do you think this will bring up another fear of like what happened when they almost stormed area 51 i think probably three years ago four years ago it was in 2019 2020 um, Remember? no 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 i i uh, in a way that uh, uh, all the weapons will not be able to be uh, sent you know in a way to freeze the government because we, i know human they will just go and send nuclear weapon on it. No, I mean, do you think that people, when they stormed Area 51, because of the fact they wanted answers, and with this recent hearing, a lot of people are dissatisfied that did watch it, or a lot of people either moved on to something else. Do you think there'll be another thing like that again, where there is people that are just trying to stop the government from doing anything even investigating i would think another people that what the one guy who wrote skinwalkers at the pentagon was in the fucking hearing he was sitting in the back i don't know nothing if you will happen robbie. robbie nothing will happen okay nothing will happen God, i think the, people are gonna about to lose their shit on some pentagon stuff i hell i'd go to the pentagon if i wouldn't get arrested but you will get arrested. Yeah. Uh, your family will get arrested. Uh, your bank money will will be taken. Uh, the system is made for us not to be free. They are creating people slave. So I'm sorry to say it, but we are not free anymore. Do you believe that a lot of this probably could have been a good way for mass hysteria? You know what that is? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about if people did not care like they do, but if people just cared a lot and decided to freak out, panic buy, go into a bunker, do whatever they were going to do, like if we said that the World War Three was about to happen, mass hysteria. That's what that is. It's chaos and disorder and watching people scrounge around like a bunch of rats trying to find cheese in a tunnel. That could have been us. Why? Um... Why mass hysteria or total indifference? There's nothing in between. 
this is why I didn't answer uh, at the beginning. Um, I don't think that if people needed to know the truth, it's a mass hysteria. You know, what, what, what I'm feeling all over the world on this earth is that we are not free anymore. And I think that this is another podcast subject. And um, at we a certain point... We were never free. Of course, but now it is obvious in our face and dictated. And if you don't abide by the rules, you are directly cut off, cancelled. And I think that if we are going to call it hysteria, to gain some kind of freedom, let's go by the hysteria. I give you an example uh, why I'm saying this. In Sweden, I think, or in I don't know what country, they are starting to propose 2,000 euro per month to have this eye iris uh, scan and to put a ship within, uh, under the skin. So uh, they will test on you uh, drugs, uh, signals, uh, you know. Uh, they will give you, if you accept this ship, they will give you an income, 2,000 euro per month without doing anything in condition to accept this ship. So do you understand where this will lead? Yeah, I mean... People don't remember this um, or don't even really know the full story behind it, but you know how China's social credit system was created? Because there's too many people to police in China. The cops go home around 10 o'clock at night. Um, they go inside. They go, they're off duty. There's no cops at certain hours. It was a way for people to be able to police other people to stop crime. You know what it led to? The government being able to control you quicker. The Chinese government, specifically the CCP, being able to, if you even jaywalked, lock you up so you never see your family again, send you to a camp if they wanted to. Every there's there's not a position, there's not a person in the world that should be in a position of power. There's nobody that's fit to it. Even I would turn corrupt at a certain point. You can look at this through the American history, for instance. There's plenty of characters that have a really bad reputation in history, but it's also the power that corrupts them. Power corrupts absolutely. Every government is looking for a way to follow now the Chinese model because China did it and they got a lot of shit for it, but also nothing changed. That's the thing is like, look at America, like look at over here, the, 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 um, whatever shot, whatever you want to say, there's a lot of things that if a certain majority of the population would have gotten this and done everything that this would have happened, then the minority would have been forced to. That happens throughout so much. That's why when I bring it back to like, and this is really, really important, and this is where I'm going to show my history side because I'm very interested in the 60s and 70s in particular. When you look at the illusion of what a, you would call a democracy or the illusion of freedom, look what they did to prisoners. Prisoners weren't considered humans back in the day. They weren't considered anything. They were considered trash in the scum of society. We know different now. But back then, guess where they did all their experiments on? People in prisons. They injected prisoners with cancer cells at an Ohio penitentiary. 
So when I come across stuff about people being injected with cancer now, it's not so crazy because there's a track record history where they did it in the past. There's a guy who wrote a book called Acres of Skin. The front page cover is a African-American person with bandages all over his back because they would cut off pieces of his skin and they would send it to pharmaceutical companies so they can test their perfumes on it. There is like this unspoken agreement that has been on prisons for the longest time, which is that wardens and all these people, even one dude who just apologized for 30 years of denying it, he apologized for lying about all this stuff, but they would let pharmaceutical companies come in and test their products on the prisoners, either in exchange for a lesser sentence, more time at uh, recreational hour. One person, 23 years old, decided to try an experimental toothpaste. All of his teeth fell out in a matter of six months. So what does that guy get? Oh, did it get a story? No. You know why? Because reporters don't care about what prisoners have to say. Now that has leaked into where it's not just prisoners. It's conspiracy theorists. Oh, you got the label of conspiracy theorist. Why the hell do I want to talk to you? It's it's just it's all it's not that we ever had freedom in the first place. You had the illusion of it. The reason why it's able to be no, so noticeable now is because the technology has made it so damn impossible for the government to be able to try and find ways to keep going and going and going. Before they had media assets, Project Operation Mockingbird, if you ever know what that is, they control media. They gave pitches and stories to media people. They said, this person said this dissenting view, call them a conspiracy theorist, make them look insane. Journalists that were trying to report on a story were no longer incentivized to write for the truth. They were incentivized to feed their families and have a job. This is like this everywhere. This isn't just a localized thing, but where you see media and you see things get pointed out where you're able to know where that information is coming from, just understand that more likely than not, People in positions of power don't care about your best interest. They care about what's able to make them survive and the people that they care about. And that's most like a lot of people in the world. You only care about who you care about, people that you can put a name to their face. McDonald's, for instance, I don't think the founder meant to get everybody fat and ruin a whole bunch of people's health issues. No, but he was more considered about what m money am I going to leave for myself or leave for my family? Because he doesn't know what an imaginary three generations down is going to look like. It's hard to know. So when you put this in the context view of just human error and the way that now life has beginning to progress only because of the fact that nobody has bothered to do anything systematically about it, I wouldn't say it's an inevitability, but damn, if it doesn't make you a little bit more of a misanthrope like I am, I'll tell you that much. You know, absolutely fantastic what you said and horrible and true and this this makes me think more and more that this hearing was a mess <laughs> because because it doesn't it doesn't fit with anything so um if if i want to take it just as a media way and um it 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 doesn't the more I'm hearing, the more I'm talking about it, the more I'm listening to you, the more I'm connecting the dots. It's um, they 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 laughed on our face. Seriously, it's a disrespect for for the uh, scientists, for the community of the UFO and the UAPs, for the exoplanets people, for us, for you and me, for 
for the congressman for 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 why who is the masterpiece of this shit master hand master 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 chief of this thing the real question you got to ask is are you when you if you can honestly look at that hearing if you're a believer and you think that this hearing was like a lot of people from the believer side would say this is just skeptics trying to pick apart something good that's happening which is a hearing or talking about it i believe it was good that they got some news headlines but if you generally watch that and think that this was the best that they could do to be able to bring out the understanding of uaps to the general public then you really got to seriously ask yourself some questions because I'm not even against and I'm not for, but when I watched that, that was a mockery where I'm like, they could have funneled way more money into this. They could have filled the whole damn rows of seats up in the back if they wanted to. They didn't do that. They got a couple named characters that people already believe are dis disinfo agents from the government. Um, so, you know, you didn't have what I would consider real honest time being put in there with real honest questions. And I think that the community deserves better than that. And people that have been believing this for the longest time deserve better than that. I totally agree. And uh, I, I know that we are not alone. And it's not the way uh, to answer uh, our brain. We are not stupid. Did we go through your whole checklist? Yep. Oh, uh, yes, 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 yes. Um, I don't even know what you write down, but I end up going through the whole thing. I wanted to talk about, um, and, and, and we're done. Damn, I got them all. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, I, I wanted to, to, to talk also that um, uh, it it's, I want you to really be aware that, sorry for with my finger, we are not alone in the universe. It is a scientific fact, okay? Um, we have until now discovered 4,000 um, planets uh, rotating around stars. And until now, you know, just we confirmed there are a lot more. And with the James Webb Space Telescope and we are going to discover more and more. And our life on our planet is not unique. We are stupid to think that it is unique. Um, and now, th this is why I'm so angry against this hearing. Um, how it was presented, it's so disrespectful for us. If any scientist want to really talk about it, um, he... he he will not refer to that hearing as a reference because it was a mess. So um, this is why I'm I'm angry. And um, they could have really done, as you said, way better, way better. But I want the people to know that life is not so unique on Earth. If we have the good insulation for from the sun, uh, the good um, time because life needs uh, millions and millions of years to after forming a molecule to be sustainable by itself. If we have water, because life as we know, biological life as we know, needs water and pressure so life can, can be formed. Now, life as we know from carbon, we can form life from silicate, 
actually why carbon and silicate because it's the easiest way for the potential to be formed with several molecules to come and grab them having said this and as i said uh, earl, uh, earlier in the podcast that uh, we can have artificial intelligence now one of my contactees told me alien that... or information guy you say contact i think of like 50,000 things yes you're right to think about 50,000 things so said that there is a fight between artificial intelligence and biological aliens within the government. Ooh. And the game gets richer. That's interesting. I wonder why AI would be fighting aliens. Who's your contactee? Is he a government guy? He obviously speaks English if he's he's not an yes. alien. But he, he can they can speak English also. They learn by mirroring. They learn by what? Mirroring. What does that mean? The mimic mirroring, like oh. mirror. Oh. So they watch and they do. Interesting. What do they look like? Do you know what they look like? Can you tell me your experience or we got to save that for off air? Yeah. So we're saving it. Okay. Damn. I think I probably There's heard a... it before, but I forgot. Mm. Yeah, but, but everybody is... else gets all the cool stuff. I don't ever get any cool things. No, um, uh, I I didn't sew. Um, I didn't sew anything. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, Serene, you gave me enough of your time. I'm very interested in hearing the story, so I'm going to try and end this as quickly as possible. <laughs> I can say just one thing that doesn't concern me, but the, um, um, the Earth has been visited a lot uh, by by aliens, and uh, I'm not talking about the Anunnaki, or, or I'm, I'm not talking about that history, but in the in the uh, earlier. Uh, Later, I mean, uh, history in the 60s, uh, France was um, a place where a civilization of aliens, of um, extraterrestrial civilization landed in the 65 in France. And, um, and then they took uh, a place in uh, Spain. And this um, civilization is called from UMO, U-M-U-M-M-O. And uh, they stayed several years. Uh, they did a lot of papers and they helped a lot of uh, scientists, astrophysicists to do scientific research and published. Uh, those um, those civilizations are still here and they are several. Um, they were like 50. Now they are 13 people on Earth. I just started thinking the, the men in black must be real too. I don't think they're like the movies, but I don't I put a lot of weight in them. They they have to be real. I don't know if they have the device that makes you forget everything, but I do I have seen various different stories um related to the F, the FBI and men in black. 
where you're looking at it. And I'm like, I wonder if there is a, it would only make sense, but they would mostly be not to contact aliens or deal with aliens. It'd probably be just to investigate privately um, certain issues and matters that would have to do with the more foreign phenomena. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Skeptical about a lot. And when I mean skeptical, I don't mean like those skeptic people. I mean, more, Me too. I'm more in the, hey, it makes sense. Let me understand it more. Well, I don't know. I appreciate you giving me the time to do my show. It was good seeing you again. Yeah, thank you. Good to is see there, you too. Is there a place where people can find your links? You got your channel on YouTube and then you got your Instagram as well too. Yeah, doctor.sirineme, and TikTok. I do segments of ast astrophysics. Uh, Dr. C, D-R-C-Y, in one minute with Dr. C. This is it. And on Facebook, Dr. C, my name, Dr. Sirineme. This is it. Because Cosmos, oh God, what is the quote? Cosmos, cosmos within yeah. everyone's reach. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> the cosmos is for everybody. I remembered. Um. I'm going to link your links in the description. Again, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. And thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. And stay tuned for our next episode.